June 28, 1863. General Lee's troops are holed up for the night just south of Maryland's border with Pennsylvania. They're being observed by a group of Sasquatches. The unit's dogs bark out into the night, keeping the Confederate troops on edge. They fear northern snipers and send one of the dogs into the forest to flush the assassins out. That would be a mistake. The dog, a 90-pound pit bull who feared nothing and hated everyone, rushed into the darkness. He lunged at something hiding behind a tree and was met with a huge blow to the skull. A loud yelp broke the relative silence of the night, and the dog lay dead from a massive blow to the skull. No gunshot, no human sounds, just a big old mean dog rushing off into the night and to its death. This confused the southern troops, who kept dogs as sentries. To keep them quiet at night, they'd feed them fried cornbread, which today we call hush puppies. This well-known American side dish was born of an effort to hush the puppies at night so they wouldn't give away the southern troops' location. As the Confederate troops prepare to move out the next morning, one of their own is missing. Jacob Astor, of Atlanta, was present the night before, but nowhere to be found the next morning during roll call. A few troops went out a short distance to look for him. It wouldn't take long to find him. Laying next to a tree was his lifeless body, broken neck and all. At first, the men thought he'd been strangled by Union troops, but that wasn't the case. One soldier shouted, Come over here! What they saw in the dirt was a huge, human-like footprint. It measured nineteen inches long, seven to nine inches longer than any of the rebels' feet. The men assumed it was the work of a Native American. They were wrong. With no time to waste, the troops returned to tell their story. The commanding officer, Lieutenant General Richard Ewell, ordered Jacob's body buried. The Army of Northern Virginia was set to invade enemy territory for the second time, and off marched thousands of Confederate soldiers. Many would not return, for reasons extending beyond the battlefield. The Pennsylvania border was just a half a day's travel by now, and the troops made camp and settled in for the evening. Under a relatively quiet night, a lone, moaning-type sound pierced the wilderness.